Welcome to Monahan's North Bay. Mike's unique take on everything and your way to get plugged into our community. Here's Mike Monahan. This week on the podcast, it's all about the Capital Center, celebrating 90 years this year. I've got two guests today. Andrew Palancho's family has had a connection for most of the 90 years that that building is in operation, going right back to the opening night. He's got a great story on that. And Cindy Danaher Forth is the interim executive executive director we're going to relive some of the acts that have been on that stage and a few that are coming up this summer monahan's north bay it is brought to you by the north bay regional health center foundation's cancer care close to home campaign you can donate today at cancercareclosetohome.com Andrew Palancho's family has been connected with the Capital Center going back, well, most of the 90 years. In fact, I think we're going to hear a story about opening night. His dad, Robert Palancho, is president and chair of the board. He sends Andrew down to tell some of the great stories and history of the Capital Center. So, Andrew, you started working there at a young age. I spent a lot of time there. I I used to work there, did some tours and stuff there, so I got to learn the history, but I also have a bit of a connection. Uh, so the Capitol Center opened its doors, well, the Capitol Theater opened its doors uh, June 1st, 1929, if I still am brushed up on all that. And uh, in the team of ushers, uh, greeting people at the door, helping people get to their seats for that first uh, first show, was my grandfather, Thomas Palangio. He was very young at the time. In fact, I think he lied about his age to get the job. Uh, I think he was uh, 15, and on his 16th birthday, he climbed up into the rafters above the stage, and somewhere in there, there's a picture of it somewhere in the Capitol Center. He carved his name in on his birthday. I think it was a few days later after they opened, and then he was finally old enough to work there. That's a great story. Yeah. A lot of people might be interested to know that you can get a tour of our Capital Center. Generally, you just come and ask. If there's time, they can do it right then and there. We do organized tours as well, of course, um, if you want a group coming in. Lots of schools, uh, really, really cool for uh, people who are young people who are looking to go into the arts, maybe, or are looking to uh, pursue a degree later on. They like to see what kind of goes on behind the scenes. So we can do, you know, a tour of the office space and you can see what people actually do behind the scenes in the theater. But we also go to, you know, the deep, deep, dark basement parts where you don't ever get to see unless you work there, where we store some of the uh, old, you know, cool artifacts from uh, from the early days. I don't think I've ever been in the basement. Mm-hmm. There's it's I know it sounds kind of creepy, but it and it definitely is a little creepy, but it's su- certainly super cool, too. Through your years of giving tours, what are some of the highlights from a tour of the Capitol Center? Probably something that uh, most people will be interested to see, and I will be happy to show you on uh, on the night of our, our big shindig that's coming up, um, is the the basement at the very front on Main Street, on the Main Street side, used to be a bowling alley. And a lot of people will remember this. It was operating in the 50s and 60s. But when you go down there, there's uh, you can still see lane markers on the walls where you, the, the big numbers painted on where the pin setter used to hide. Like, used to be little young boys and girls would work as pin setters because they were the only ones small enough to fit behind the the uh, sounds the legal gadget. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, they probably got paid by the pin, I'm sure, instead yeah. of by the hour. Yeah. And uh, and yeah, so there's still lane markers painted up on the wall down there. So it's kind of cool. So I understand that there is a ghost story to do with the Capitol Center? 
I do. I I will not tell you the ghost story because you have to come on the night to hear the the famous ghost story that some people might have heard. But I will tell you that I I, I not my own experience, but I know someone uh, else who used to work for uh, a group that used to rent it out out one of the offices in the basement there. And one night he was shutting off his computer and leaving for the day, and he turned off his computer screen. And you know when your screen goes black, you can see the reflection of everything behind you, right? He swears that he saw some creature or being or something cross behind him, and he didn't turn around, he didn't look, he just closed his bags up and got the heck out of there. Growing up, going to the Capitol Center, one of the big mysteries was the projector room. Do we still have one? There's still a projector room. And do fact, we use the projector? Absolutely, room? we don't. We use it for projection. We just don't have a. a, a we use a digital film projector now. Right. Okay. Uh, since I think 2001 is when all the theaters switched over, and the uh, but the projector room is also still used for spotlight. Uh, all the spotlights are operated out of there. So if you see a moving spotlight on stage, that isn't operated by a machine it's operated by dillop up in the uh, up in the uh, projection room some uh, amazing and talented staff there uh the sound guy in particular peter nickel he knows his stuff he knows that capital center it's uh it's a difficult space to mix too i've heard him talk about it with many other people all a lot of uh, artists come in there and they have these expert sound guys who've never been in a theater quite like the capital center right. they don't make them like that anymore and they show up and they go, oh, I know what I'm doing. And they mess with all the dials and, and Pete just kind of stands back and lets them do their thing. And he is very quiet about it. Yeah. And then uh, by intermission, uh, they turn to him and they say, uh, yeah, what, how can you put it back the way it was, please? <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Another great story. Monahan's North Bay. Plugged into our community. Here's Mike Monahan. Monahan's North Bay is brought to you by the North Bay Regional Health Center Foundation's Cancer Care Close to Home campaign. You can donate today. It's cancercareclosetohome.com. Cindy Danaher Fourth, the interim executive director, is here. And let's talk about the impressive acts that have been on that stage over the 90 years. Well, it's them. crazy. I uh, I looked up, looked them up uh, in anticipation of this today. So um, one notable act that everybody's heard of is the famous act from The Sound of Music. The Trap family singers actually sang at the Capitol Theater in 1945, shortly after their evacuation from uh, Austria. And here this whole time, I thought that was fiction. It's not fiction at all. The, yeah. whole, the Sound of Music? The Sound of Music singers. This was before the movie was even filmed, and they actually toured North America, and they played at the Capitol Theater in 1945. That's okay. a cool story. That, that is very cool mm-hmm. story. Yeah, and lots of other notable names. I mean, it's really, uh, it's really kind of mind-boggling. We've had Johnny Cash and Phyllis Diller and Brenda Lee. Gordon Lightfoot just a couple of years ago was on our stage. Burton Cummings, Ronnie Backman. Um, we've had National Ballet of Canada, the Bullshy Ballet, um, famous comedians like Howie Mandel, lots of Celtic singers that uh, North Bay loves like uh, Rita McNeil, the Barra McNeils, Men of the Deeps. We've had Jan Arden, Sarah McLaughlin, Bare Naked did, Ladies, the least list goes on. It really would uh, just keep yeah. going on and on yeah. and on. I think, and I'm, I mean, a lot of the modern uh, stuff is, uh, it, you know, it's, it's nice and, and I've lived through that. It's that classic stuff. Like one of the things that um, is this um, movie that they're going to play. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know much about it. Other than that, it, it's, is it the first one that had sound? It's the first talkie that was 
recorded outside. Okay. So yeah, one of the first talkies for sure in old Arizona. Um, and we premiered it at the Capitol Center on June 1st, 1929. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, before that was the Capitol Center, was it silent movies? Is that what the Capitol Center was? Uh, they did silent movies. They did some of the first talkies. They did, uh, you know, all the early films, really. We were a big movie house. And uh, and this would have been a bustling city, too. I mean, if you can just close your eyes and take yourself back to what North Bay would have been in the 1920s. Um, it must have been uh, pretty interesting to uh, to go into a theater like that. Well, you know, heading into the 1930s and the Depression, too, um, the building of the Capitol Center really helped the economy of North Bay at that time. And uh, during wartime, in, in, uh, when people would come to movies, they would be able to bring in metal and different um, things to actually, uh, in place of money, to pay, and then that would be used to make ammunition and things like that. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty pretty neat stuff. Mm -hmm. It's great to go over the history, but uh, I know you have a great season planned for this year. Tell us what's coming up. Continuing our history of uh, having some really prominent yeah, sure. uh, music. And this summer, we've got um, Bruce Coburn and Steve Earle coming to the Capitol Center, which is really cool. Coming up on Friday, May 31st, it is a big celebration celebrating 90 years of the Capitol Center, providing entertainment in our community. There is a lot planned, including tours. There will be um, storytelling and uh, old Arizona will be screened at the Capitol Center back where it started some 90 years ago. We have more next week. There will be a part two of this podcast right here at MyNorthBayNow.com. Monaghan's North Bay is brought to you by the North Bay Regional Health Center Foundation's Cancer Care Close to Home campaign. Donate today at CancerCareCloseToHome.com. This has been Monaghan's North Bay, and now you're plugged into our community. Subscribe now and listen to the next episode of Monaghan's North Bay with Mike Monaghan.